All right, heads I win, tails you lose. Mm-hmm. Mega boom. Gentlemen, I feel 100% better. What if his glasses were just banging tits? Yeah. We need to send those <laughs> chimps back where they belong. Were you always this old-timey? Yes, let's say for sake of argument, I was. I propose a space train! That would be a program I would watch. Mega boom. Proudly broadcasting from an undisclosed location deep in the heart of Los Angeles, this is Mega Boom Radio. The only show that's celebrating the UN-declared Year of Pulses. Mm-hmm. With me, as always, is my own little chickpea, Noah Kaufman. Oh. I don't think anyone knows that a chickpea is considered a pulse, so you're going to have to explain, or maybe don't explain. Maybe just rely on the fact that you have the best answers, and no one needs to know what they are. My lentil of happiness, Lars. Is a lentil a bean? Mm-hmm. And another pulse, Eliana. I'm a legume. <laughs> and I'm Brent. Welcome to the show today, everyone. We have great things to talk about, not least of which... The best things to talk about. We have the best things to talk about. I love the things we have to talk about. Yeah, we're They're making the things we talk about great. We're going to talk about so many things that it's going to feel like my head's spinning. I don't want to talk about things anymore. They're so great, these things. We're, of course, <laughs> referencing... Donald Trump's response to Marco Rubio in a debate last week where Rubio uh, countered that Donald never seems to have answers for anything. To oh, Donald I got answers. I got big answers, buddy. The best answers. The answers that are so good that other answers cower in fear. His response was, I have the best answers, which <laughs> is the the best answer it, to the question you, of why don't you give answers? You can't How? do that. You have to... Okay, answers are something you give, not something you rate and don't give. You have to fucking... No, no, no. no. Saying he has the best answer was the answer. He gave no, you the answer. No, and it's not. He has the that's best That's not answer. an answer. You it's, need to I mean, answer something. It is. He responded It doesn't to work a that way. That's right. You, you can say you have the best answer after you give the answer. No, the so claim... You can, the claim made was that he didn't give any answers, and his response to that claim was, yes, I do. Yeah. It wasn't, yes, I do. It was, I have the best, yeah. and you can't which know implies, what they are. Which implies that, yes, he does give answers. You know, By saying that he has the best answers, that means that the answers were, in fact, given. You know what the great you know every looking back take you back through uh presidential campaign history when Nixon was running for president he kept saying about the war uh, uh, about the Vietnam War I have a plan and I'm not going to tell anybody what the plan is because it's my plan and the plan has to be secret and I was like and okay he that's cr- that's ridiculous but he did it he won the presidency uh, turns out he didn't have a plan. But here's a guy whose whole fucking message is, I'm going to do the best job, not going to tell you what I'm going to do. Also, the way I'm acting right now, that's totally not how I'm going to be when I'm a president. I'll be really presidential. All of this is just smoke and mirrors until I get in there, and oh boy, the job I'm going to do is going to be so good. It's, the, it's fucking nuts. These presidential elections prove that what Americans truly prefer is the mystery box. When given any option. Yeah, they don't care if they get zonked. They'll, yeah. t- they'll take a zonk. They're just like, Who cares? well, it could be anything. There could be anything What's inside that box. There could be a real live president in there. They don't, mm-hmm. they don't care. They don't know. They- My fucking God. <laughs> it's true. This is what, and honestly, this is the president we deserve. He's a fucking crazy asshole. Can we do a quick, uh, a quick transaction, Lars? Let's, let's, please. I would like to purchase some coffee from you. You're going to play the coffee proprietor. Okay. Uh, Hi, could I have a cup of coffee, please? 
Uh, sure. What kind of cup of coffee would you like? Just a black coffee. How All much, right. How much is that? It'll be 99 cents. Oh, you want my money? Yes. Fantastic. I have the best money. Okay. Takes the coffee, walks away. Hey! <laughs> <laughs> that's and that's how Trump free trade works. Which it's true. He does have the best money and he continues to have it. He really he does continue to have it. <laughs> <laughs> this week was the craziest fucking week in in this whole shitstorm of a presidential election cycle. Mm-hmm. This primary season has been insane, obviously, and Trump has it, it was at the beginning it was like nuts. This guy doesn't say anything; he's just a braggadocio. Mm-hmm. And as we keep going, he just gets worse and worse. This week was like a bunch of people on stage eating their own shit because he got Rubio to start basically and before the debate. Everybody saw Rubio was like, "Hey." He's got uh, small hands. Apparently, Brent himself, and he pees himself. And his Wait, small hands means he, he has a tiny himself? dick. Yeah. yeah, I heard about it the is. small hands thing and like the tacky tie and all that, but I didn't hear about the pees. Pees himself. Oh. Pees himself. The Republican Why? primary is basically the same insults we used to give In to middle school. Uh, Michael the chubby kid <laughs> on the playground when we were nine. Yeah, and fucking the debate was basically was. <laughs> I don't believe Donald has the the biggest wee wee. Oh, I have the biggest wee wee. My wee wee's so big that I can tell you. No, I don't believe you do, Donald. <laughs> breathe, Donald. Breathe, breathe. And Fucking Christ! It was insane. It used to be that years ago people would say, you know, when the candidates are exerting sort of muscular positions on foreign policy or on unions or something that was supposed yep. to be a metaphor for the size of their penis this is them acting out and now they've just dropped the metaphor and now trump is just like not so subtly being like when you're when you're told when you're someone says are you going to disavow the kkk well nah, <laughs> i don't know nah, maybe we'll look into it are you fucking kidding me <laughs> you know what the kkk is you're a grown man Stop it. This but is how fucking is that nuts. Even, how is that even surprising based on what he said so far where he's going to be building walls around our country so no immigrants can come in at all? Like, for him to yeah. not disavow the KKK is not a shocker, honestly. It's not a shocker, but it's a shocker that it's happening that this is happening on the, for a presidential well, here, here's election. Here's the thing. I think he's been emboldened. I think he started off at a, at a, subtler, uh, a subtler level mm-hmm. of crazy... And mm-hmm. then as he's been able to gain uh, popularity and Trump momentum, it's emboldened him to just like go full out. Go f- he's Hello, just my full name out. is Donald Trump. I have these empty bottles that are filled with Trump momentum. That's right. <laughs> Nothing actually in here. But if you open it up and pretend to drink it, you'll find that you're just really going to be feeling good. It's going to be great. You're going to get that job. Would you describe it as the most luxurious snake oil oh, to men? It's beautiful, beautiful, luxurious snake oil. I like to dump it on my head like a like a, a racing man racing across the race line. Next. One of my favorite parts about this show, guys, is we're allowed to talk about whatever we want. We are. And we often do. As the last segment shows, we really just got into Trump. Because why not? Because screw that guy and his hair and his tiny, tiny fingers. 
<laughs> well, Lars did walk into the studio this morning peeing on a picture of Donald Trump, and so it's I sort did. of... He did. I kind of keep it on like this belt with a sort of like selfie stick out in front of me at all times. I'm always just constantly peeing on it. In Lars's defense, he was only peeing on it to put out the fire of the picture he had started right mm-hmm. before he came into the door. I keep setting it on fire. I don't know why. <laughs> I'm, I've, I've got some stuff to work on, guys. To get behind the scenes of the show a little bit, before we get into... Ooh. Before See how we, the sausage is made. Yeah, exactly. Before <laughs> we get into episodes, everyone everyone scours the web and does their research and comes up with fun things we might like to talk about <laughs> and sends them in emails. Yeah. And these emails are delightful. Eliana wrote that she was yelled at for standing next to the wrong chair on a film set. Yeah. And this could mean so many things. I just kind of want to open it up to E now to walk us through why you were yelled at for standing, mind you, she wasn't sitting in it, nope. for standing next to the wrong chair. Yes. Well, I was, uh, <laughs> uh, it's no secret I've been scrambling around for jobs. Uh, and one of the jobs I got was being an extra on a night shoot for a feature film. And it has some pretty big celebrities in it, so there were like tons of paparazzi around, and because of that, they had their security guards with them. And while we were waiting in between shots, I was uh, they were keeping us in this uh, area of of Bergdorf Goodman so that we didn't freeze our asses off outside because there were exterior shots. And so that's also the rich people, Macy's the rich for you people guys in California. <laughs> so uh, I just assumed it was a Trump burger chain. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> uh we were inside with the cele- like we all had to just go into one spot so us extras were in there with the celebrities which th- made the gar- guards very nervous uh there wasn't like a lot of space so unfortunately i was on the like edge between the celebrities and the rest of us like sad sack extras <laughs> and the security guard <laughs> Thought I was standing too close to Kate Winslet's chair. <laughs> was Kate Winslet in the chair? At the she time? was not in the chair. No, I don't even know where she was. I tried to look around to see if she was near since he seemed to be like guarding things. So, um, <laughs> fervently. So you, were, you were accosted for being too close to an empty chair. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, the makeup artist was nearby, but I don't think she even noticed that I was near the makeup chair i wasn't even sitting in it i wasn't even like i was actually about uh, a foot and a half away from it but that was still too close he was huge too guys like i'm five three the chair? he had to be like <laughs> he had to be like seven feet tall and like th- over 300 pounds he was enormous and he was just looming over me and he just was like right you gotta move you gotta move you can't be standing right here i was like oh god Oh God. Maybe it's one of those things where I don't remember who the uh, the uh, the um, Roman Caesar was at the time who who uh, brain fart who voted the uh, the horse into the Senate. But maybe it's something like that oh, with Kate Caligula? Winslet. Yeah, Caligula. Maybe maybe Kate Winslet is in the Caligula phase of her stardom where she's she has this relationship with this makeup chair. It's like mm-hmm. it's taking five percent. It goes everywhere she goes. <laughs> Stuff like that, maybe? That makes sense. It's as reasonable as anything else I can think of. <laughs> also, when we were walking in between scenes, I accidentally started talking to Edward Norton. Oh, Wait, shit. That's kind of fun. I didn't know. I thought I, I was talking to somebody about like 
probably nothing. I don't even remember. It was delir. I was delirious. It was like three in the morning, and so. Uh, <laughs> I Ed Norton was 300 pounds. He's huge. <laughs> he was looming over me. I didn't realize All that those. the guy I was talking to was no longer next to me, but I just kept talking. And then I look over and it's Edward Norton. He's just sort of like smiling and nodding at me weirdly. And I was like, oh, oh hey. Okay. So we're talking now. Hey, buddy. <laughs> so whatever you said was not interesting enough to whoever you were talking to for him to continue to stand there. <laughs> And someone else was like, hey, that girl's talking about something really boring. And Edward Norton's like, oh, let me go over there. Just. Look, look, what that man's trash was Edward Norton's treasure. Let me tell you, he, mm-hmm. <laughs> he was in that conversation for a full minute. Oh, sorry. I'm Edward Norton. Let me explain myself. Uh, I feed off inanity. So, <laughs> so just keep talking if you could. That would be great. This really feels like a bad, like a stress showbiz dream where it's mm-hmm. like, oh, now I really see how where I stand in the grand scheme of things. And it's too close to Kate Winslet's chair. That's where I stand. (laughs) The best I can get is Ed Norton smiling and nodding politely from across the (laughs) way. And then it ends with him slowly strangling you. And then you wake up. Good news is if you got really cold, you could cut open that security guard and live inside him like a (laughs) tom That's why they make him so big in New York. That's true. Oh, God. It's true. When you are that size, there are only three jobs you can do professional football player which doesn't last long private security guard or house for human human tauntaun next easter is just a few short i don't know when you're listening to this is away but it's coming up soon and that means candy 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 i Mm -hmm. for example was fortunate enough to get a 25 pound box of easter candy delivered to my desk at work whoa yeah, it was great. I love Easter candy. What kind of Easter candy did you get? Every kind of Easter candy that Cadbury makes. Oh, cool. Did you get the... Um, I like the little chocolate ones with the shells, the I, mini eggs. I got those. Oh. Did you get the ones that's weird, filled with that weird uh, sweet goo that just makes your teeth feel like you're covered in slime? Yep, sweet goos. I got sweet goos. Did you get that, that tasty plastic green shredding yeah actually they make that now as a licorice oh did you get one of those delicious um woven baskets you know made out of reeds nope oh too bad did you get next easter did you get a tasty plastic overwrap and a yummy bow (laughs) but lots of people are coming up with fantastic new Easter candies because apparently they're bored of the goo slime eggs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and in Scotland, Why? in Scotland, a company has started selling Buckfast flavored Easter eggs. Buckfast, Buckfast is a flavor? Buckfast is a flavor. Buckfast is a thing. Buckfast huh. is a drink. Buckfast is? is a fortified wine made with caffeine. What? <laughs> That, oh, Scottish, God. that Scottish monks have been churning out since 1890. Is this like where Four Loco began? It's sort of a proto Four Loco, but this still is, legal. This is a hundred-year-old caffeinated wine, fortified wine? Correct. So this is like the extra mad dog or the night pain train. Well, you know, you have to imagine... Regular Mad Dog in Scotland probably wouldn't do the trick, so you need a little extra oomph. What's the word? Thunderbird. 
How's it served? With caffeinated monk juice. (laughs) (laughs) People go for that in Scotland, huh? Paid for by the Buckfast Awareness Board. (laughs) The church is not thrilled about this. Buckfast has sort of a long and troubled history, as Four Loco did before we made Four Loco illegal in this country. Well, I guess there's still a legal Four Loco. It's just not, it doesn't do what it used to, which was kill people. Mm Mm-hmm. But the church. But this will kill you for sure. <laughs> the Church of Scotland is not happy, and they said that it is totally inappropriate to mix alcohol, drugs, and the resurrection of their Lord and Savior. Uh, Doesn't that kind of make sense though? Because you get alcohol that knocks you down, like Jesus was dead, right? But then you mix in a little and then caffeine, you get back up again. which wakes you up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're it's never like, okay, going to keep you down. Did you know that Tub Thumping the Chumbawamba song is about the resurrection of Jesus? I believe it. Oh my God, that makes total sense. Or it's about waking up one morning after a night of pounding Buckfast in a heroin hovel right. in the moors of Scotland. I mean, it makes sense. Having breakfast. If, uh, if the blood of Christ is wine... Right. And you go into a cave for three days. Yeah. You come out. You're a little aged. You're a little bit more potent. You're fortified. Fortified. Fortified wine. Like our faith. Right. Like our savior. Uh-huh. And uh, yeah. And, and then, then you, and then, but then you're dead. But then you need that spark of divine energy. Yeah. Caffeine. Caffeine. To push that rock out of the way and come out and talk to everybody. Yeah. So, you got big old guns. <laughs> yeah. So, Whoa! I knew about Buckfast. I've known about it for a while. I did not know that you could buy it on the internet, but you can buy everything on the internet, of course. So yes. great. As I read Likewise. this story, I thought, I wonder what people think about Buckfast. There are a lot of people who like it quite a bit who have purchased it from Amazon.co.uk. Here, I bet they didn't write reviews. They sure did write reviews. Oh, yeah. So here are some of the reviews that people have left about Buckfast Fortified Wine Tonic. The caffeinated fortified wine made by monks. On April 22nd, 2013, Christonon said, I've been drinking this fantastic wine for 16 years. It's best enjoyed al fresco, either in a park on a sunny day or on a street corner at night. In cold weather, it can be very (laughs) warming and soothing. Also perfect at parties, but make sure you nurse your own bottle, as if you leave it down there might end up being altercations over who owns the bottle. Be warned, it can lead to violent behavior. Five stars. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. I like El Fresco includes lonely street corner at night. Yeah. You know, just outside of the lamplight, so no one can see it, but you can see what's coming. Oh, you sure can. Uh, (laughs) Alfresco. That's the Italian definition. (laughs) Another says, it is utter class. You go from feeling down on life to feeling insane, like you can master anything. This is the alcohol beverage of anyone wanting to feel invincible. Wow. (laughs) I like how they can get classy to go from... To, to feel insane. That is a classy trait. Mm-hmm. It's just to I lose wanna... your mind. I think I'm seeing a corporate tie in here. Hello, I'm Donald Trump. I've got Buckfast better than any Buckfast you'll ever have. Mm-hmm. You want to feel great? You want to feel like Jesus pushing a boulder out of the way with his massive guns? Huh? Of course you do. That's why I've got Trump fast. That's right. It's totally the same, but better. And I'm great. Enjoy. 
So if you really want to get that Trump mental, buy your Trump fast today. Oh. Your cock's going to be huge. All our Donald Trumps are terrible. Uh, yeah, <laughs> it really is terrible. A couple terrible, more. Terrible, terrible. A couple more good ones. When I asked about this product at a local wine shop, I was told it was often associated with tramps. So I had to have it. Five stars. <laughs> what? Mm-hmm. And the last one from Isabel Blackshawn. I felt I needed a tonic while recovering from shingle. Shingle, sorry. I felt I needed a tonic while recovering from shingles. So I chose this brand because it had added iron. It what? worked. <laughs> I need that iron. That's an important, subtle, what? but important piece of the Buckfast. Part of her medical regime is tramp juice? <laughs> I thought the UK was like renowned for its health care. Who told her to get tramp juice? <laughs> now, man, when you get home, you're going to need a lot of iron. So make sure you get yourself a big old jug of tramp juice. Best enjoyed al fresco. I can't wait till Trump becomes president and the economy is destroyed and we live in a, a barter system where tramp juice is the coin of the realm. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you want to get some Buckfast Easter egg candy, you can find it from Chili-licious, Scotland's only chili farm. Who makes, uh, sorry, who makes Buckfast chili chocolate eggs? Get them this Easter because they'll probably never come back. <laughs> it's a wow. chili pepper wearing a kilt. <laughs> so appropriate. Must be a scotch bonnet. <laughs> oh, gosh. Boy. Your mom's funny sometimes, kids. <laughs> don't worry, don't worry. I'll, I'll, I'll drive. I won't drive you right up to soccer practice. I'll drop you off at the end of the drive. I, I know how embarrassed you get when mom gets yapping. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, Next, I like to drink in the back of my van. <laughs> you get your orange slices, and mom gets her buck fast. That's our show today, everyone. Thank you so much for listening and for hanging out with us. I'm Brent. Eliana's at I Give Good Nooch. Lars. At Lars Kenseth. Noah. I am Noah Kaufman. Fantastic. <laughs> Perfect. Do it just like that every time. All right. We would like a request to our listeners. If all of you guys who are on SoundCloud could give us a like on SoundCloud this week, that would be fantastic if you liked the episode. If you didn't, don't do it. But if you did like it, drop us a like. It really helps us in their analytics, and we want to keep growing the show so we can keep doing this for everyone. Yeah. Have a great day. We'll see you on next time here on Mega Boom!